promotional consideration paid for by the following. This episode of Wrestling with Sports is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days you were always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. That's like blue in the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewables with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take it any time of day or night, even on a full or empty stomach. And since they're chewable, they work twice as fast as the pills, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is fast and easy, and it's the way to enhance your performance in bed. So why wouldn't you do it? Honestly, guys, Blue Chew is prescribed online by a licensed physician, so you don't have any awkward doctor's visits. And especially in the day of COVID, you don't have to be around people. And it ships right to your door in a very discreet package. They're made in the USA, so it's cheap. Blue Chew is direct. And the cheaper option, trust me, go to BlueChew.com. Right now, Wrestling With Sports has a deal for you just for our listeners. Go to BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment for free. Just use the promo code Dennis and pay $5 shipping. I know you paid $5 for much more. DoorDash, you pay $5.99 for a tip, for God's sakes. So trust me, the $5 is worth it. It helps the show out a lot. Again, BlueChew.com. Use the promo code Dennis. Try it for free. I promise you, you'll love it. I love it. Try it for free. $5 shipping and handling. Use the promo code Dennis. Impact Wrestling is now on Access TV. Catch all the action every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Visit AccessTV.com for more information. Don't forget, Slammiversary 2020 is on the horizon live on pay-per-view July 18th, go now, make sure you get that pay-per-view because last year was phenomenal. I should know I was there. I enjoy it. I One of the best pay-per-views of 2019, everybody from other promotions even said so. Don't forget, you can start your Impact Plus 30-day free trial right now. Head over to plus.impactwrestling.com. And if you miss any of the Impact action, you want some exclusive Impact content, Go to Impact Wrestling's YouTube page. Be part of the 3.5 million wrestling fans getting interviews, recaps, highlights, and much more. Search Impact Wrestling right now on YouTube and enjoy a ton of exclusive content. Wrestling with Sports, the only podcast with two Major League Baseball All-Stars, one four-time Stanley Cup icon, it's Jason Kindle, Demetri Young, who's not here this week, and Darren McCarty, myself, Dennis Earl. What's going on, you two? 
Uh, we're just hanging out, and it's good to be back. And, you know, I know Dimitri with his new gig and everything is going to be... We'll have to uh, pick some dates because I definitely love it when all four of us are on. But having D-Mac here, and I love your intro right there with the four-time. That is, that, that's special, yeah, special stuff. I don't know all about the Ike. You know, the icon, maybe, you know, Demo God, maybe like Le Champion, you know, like Jericho style and shit like that. It's more because we're Canadian and stuff. But I appreciate it, Dennis. And Jason, it's good. Uh, again, uh, condolences for what you've been going through. But just, yeah, everybody out there, um, no matter what we got going on, you'll be hearing more from some of us. And we got big, big things planned. And until then, Dennis, what do we got this week? Because there's a whole lot of stuff going on in the wrestling world this last weekend. Badoom! Right. You know what? Listen, payback is over with. I don't so much want to talk about the card as much as I really want to hammer on Roman Reigns. And not in a bad way. Here's a guy that we've seen for the last three or four years where the fans hated him. WWE is shoving him down our throats. We don't like him. He couldn't do anything. I mean, there was a point, what, five, six years ago when they brought out The Rock with him at the end of a pay-per-view and they booed The Rock. That's how bad they hated, hated Roman Reigns. And it seems like in the last 10 days, Roman Reigns, with his heel turn, being paired up with Paul Heyman, has just turned the ship around. I the the This heel turn right here has been phenomenal. I and I think we said it on this last podcast, we knock WWE when they deserve it. And lately, they have deserved it. Although the Thunderdome, I love, and I think it's been phenomenal. That put them, It shows why they will always be tops in the game. Uh, their ability to pivot on a dime and just change the game just like that. Well, up, and up, up until the last two pay-per-views, they've been kind of, eh. But the last well, two the pay-per-views. Thun- I love that it. said it right. The Thunderdome, you know what I mean? And the way that they brought the fans into it and the way that they've all, they're innovative and they always throw money and throw lights and spark. And that's what Vince McMahon, that's what WWE does. And God bless him for it. To your point, Dennis, about the road, you know what it is? And as wrestling fans, we hate it when you tell us that we have to, that this has to be the guy. Like, I love Roman Reigns. You know, back in the Shield, I love the Shield. And I love, you know, stuff like that. It's sort of not letting Roman, it's sort of, you have to do that. I found the same thing happened with John Cena. And I yes. love John yep. Cena. But it's the same sort of thing. Like, now you see Cena now where he's more natural. And this, with, with Roman Reigns, it sort of let him out of his shell a little bit. The best thing that they did was at the end of SmackDown. And it, it had Paul Heyman right beside him because... I don't care what you say. That's one of the brilliant brains in wrestling. As far as storylines go, as far as putting somebody over, as far as getting it. So whatever happens and, and, you know, it happens with whatever angle that they go. I think Dennis is right. It's, it's sort of new blood, right? New blood. AW is bringing in new people, right? The uh, impact is, you know, they brought in the good brother. They're bringing in, they're being exciting. They're trying new things. Well, you know, they're interlocking characters and they're doing things different, right? You look at Keith Lee right out of the rip. Beats Orton in a, in a, what do you call it? Was, like, it was a squash It wasn't match. really a contested match, right? It, it was like a squashed them. Yeah. What do you call it? Yeah. 
You just I, said he squashed him. He squashed him. There, it's uh, called a squash match. Yeah, and you know what? And I will say this: you go back and just look at the way they're doing this, and there's a few subtle things. Now, I don't know if it's coincidence, if it's stuff we don't know about, but if you go back and look at what the WWE did the last day or two by taking all the Brock Lesnar stuff off the table. Uh, they're not selling any Brock Lesnar merchandise. They pulled them off the website and put them in the alumni section. Now, I don't know if you can read into that, if this is a storyline, or look, if he doesn't plan on coming back for a while, and this is one of those moves they're making, but I can't see why they would you know, take money out of their pockets by not selling shirt. I don't know if this is a bigger storyline where when Brock comes back, he's going to feel like, you know, he's been ousted out of this group, or if Brock comes back, he beasts uh, Raw. You have Roman Reigns on SmackDown as the champion. And Paul Heyman can claim to have both champions on both major TV shows. All right. This is what happened. This is my opinion. This is what happened. You have Impact and AW getting bigger and bigger and bigger, right? New guys, new everything. This is Vince's way of saying, uh, uh, time out. He hated Roman Reigns when Roman didn't, you know, he had cancer and he went back, he went home, which everybody expects or expected. And there's no hard feelings, but Vince used that Roman, this Roman, that. Okay. He probably already knew that he was Vince McMahon just told AEW impact, et cetera, et cetera, that, Hey, I'm the boss. I'm still the one who does this stuff because I'll be honest. I didn't see that coming. And, you know, he Roman Reigns had to sit out and be, because of health issues. And this is not like this is health issues. Like he gets COVID, he might pass away. The only reason I know that is because I just had to deal with it with my mother-in-law. And she, if she were to get it, it would have been a lot sooner than than what just happened. This is Vince McMahon's way of saying, like, okay, you guys had your little, you're you're taking it to another level. Well, this is the level that. I see. Well, I'm a, how would I expand on this, Jay? Because I think what it did is it woke Vince McMahon up. Did they not change the writers? Did they not like AEW and Impact force Vince McMahon? And I didn't seen him on one of those TV shows in a long time. You see him put, poking his head back again. Now he does that, right? When have we seen him do that? when he's making his power play, but he never makes that power play unless he's around while he's still around. That's how, you know, I think it's more, they got his attention and he got back up and said, remember who I am. Right. Exactly. I'm right. That's all you're getting because he's got the history and say what you want. AW and impact are different. To, to me, they're diff, different. WWE's always the, going to be the show and that. You know, the AEW and the Impact, they're going to be more original. WWE's always going to be Vince McMahon's show, right? It's it's like Barnum and Bailey. He's like Barnum and Bailey. And dude. anything you do, D-Mac, you're going to laugh at this. I think I might have said this last time, but anything you do with Paul Heyman is going to be awesome. And you it's know why? Awesome. You know why? I watched this movie rollerball about three weeks ago. It's about <laughs> roller derby and the announcer was Paul Heyman. The movie is awesome because of Paul Heyman. So listeners out there, go check out rollerball. Paul Heyman's the announcer and the makes the movie just unbelievable. So anything Paul Heyman touches, I'm telling you, man, it turns to gold. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, WWE just upped everything in my opinion. Well, Dennis, can you give us a little bit of like, 
Dennis Farrell, Paul Heyman history to, to people behind, because I know a little bit more like how he's, you know, been more of on the writing and creative side, but, but he's, you know, for a guy that he is the advocate in his role, but he's all about putting people over, right? You know what I'm saying? He's all about bringing it up, but what makes him so good in your opinion, Dennis? See, that's tough because if you go back and look at some of the greatest managers in wrestling history, and that will only really kind of go back to the late 80s, early 90s for me. That Bobby was, the Brain, uh, yep. Jimmy Hart. Hart. You know, what did all those guys do? They were showmen. They could talk. They, they managed wrestlers that did not have much mic skills at all and made them better. If Brock Lesnar had to talk every week, nobody would like him. Ooh, 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 that's a great, great. You just brought up an, um, so now you have now Paul Heyman has somebody that can talk in Roman Reigns. Where do you think that's going to go now? Or will it? Yeah, that, see, I think that this is and and back to my point about Vince getting in. He's realized just what makes AEW an impact because the they feel more a part of it with the owner, right? I think Vince has softened a little bit and his big guns, his moneymakers, his Roman his Roman Reigns, right? Whether it's his Brock Lesnar's, but his Seth Rollins, you know, more of the story or more involved, right? Like it's not just, he's seen that there has to take, the level and squish it down, right? There can't be as much between Vince and how he kept everybody down. He had to lower the gap just to make them feel more a part of it. And I think that that's why they're dude, Keith Lee, right? What have they proverbially done with the African-American wrestler in the WWE, right? They it's horrible historical fact, right? You look at them putting him out on Randy Orton first as he deserved to be as he should be, but they did it. That's why I'm saying, like, that's why I'm interested because it's Vince has realized he's got, there's a, there's a bit of a challenge, but he's also realized that, hey, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm up in Vince McMahon. Watch me do my things. And I think that the whole entity of the WWE is bought in. Do I like all the storylines? No, but I like some of them. Here's the thing. The disparity between good and bad storylines in WWE is from, it's like politics from the Democrats to Republicans, right? That's why AEW and Impact, everything's flows. NXT, everything flows during the show. That's the problem I have with with WWE. Yeah, and I think it'll take a while. And listen, on this show, none of us are WWE apologists. I know it comes off like that if people's listening, like, oh, it's just three guys that love the WWE and think everything else is trash. That's not true. I like Impact. Wait, wait, what are you talking about? I fucking love Impact and AEW more no, than no, I love that's WWE. What it, but that's what I'm saying. The but way- I appreciate the machine. Yes. I appreciate the machine. I appreciate Jerry Jones of the, of the wrestling yeah, community. Yeah, that's, well, that's what I'm getting it's to. so true. That, yeah, that's what I'm basically getting to is as much as we knock a WWE, we also knock AEW when it deserves it. We knock Impact when it deserves it. I think there's a perfect medium there. So if you're a first-time listener, you're like, oh, these guys are just uh, WWE slappies. That's not true. 
Well, don't, don't put me into what you're saying because I'm, I'm not, I'm, I've done I'm, nothing but. I'll knock everybody. Talk to everybody. everybody. I give you props when you deserve props, and I give that's, you crap when you deserve crap. Jay, isn't that what you know? But that's what I'm saying. Play, you just a bomb the last time. Hey, nice job, bro. That well, that's what time. I'm saying is WWE deserves props with what they've done. From where, listen, they were trash a month ago. The Thunderdome, the Roman Reigns storyline. Yeah, Drew McIntyre's Drew. a champion. That's the greatest thing that they had going for him. Yes. And he's still, the fact is the, the, the way that he's handled it without an audience, I love him. There, there's, there's so much good going on in WWE, but the bad outweighed what good they were doing. And that's how bad the bad was. To, to piggyback your point, Darren, a few minutes ago. Whew. You just—that's the smartest thing I think I've ever heard you say, Dennis. I don't want to. I don't know. Jason's talked to you a lot longer. I'm hoping that you know he's heard you say something more brilliant. But that was pretty stout and on point. Thank you very much. But yeah, you're very I, welcome. And I hope that they continue with Roman Reigns the way they're going. I like the fact that he's kind of become silent. Uh, he's got an attitude. I'm thrilled that Paul Heyman's with him. I'm excited to see what could come next from this. I hope the one thing I hope they don't do is separate Reigns and Paul Heyman anytime soon. This has to be a year plus long thing to really sell us that this is a thing. Do you think this is going to be something where Lesnar will come in and and they'll him and Reigns will clash, or do you think that they will be a tag team? Do you think that they'll get along? Do you think they'll just go and beat up everybody and and, and that's there? Here's what my you got here's my honest opinion. I think the saving grace here, and listen, I like the fact that both Roman and Brock are kind of lone lone wolves here. They don't really, you know, buddy up with anybody but except Paul Heyman now. I think the fact that Roman is on SmackDown, Brock is on Raw, is going to be the saving grace of having these two together, but not together. So you okay, so now a pay per view. Great point. But now right, right, right. right. No, it, it just means smash up a pay per view. Yeah. It just for whatever reason, and you could have them storylines anywhere where they're going to fight and then they end up being allies or, you know, the, there's well, so many storylines. The, what is the next big pay-per-view? Jeez, I don't know. With the way WWE... Well, I'm, I'm, it's going to be the Rumble, McIntyre right? McIntyre reigns for... Oh, oh, what's the next pay-per-view? Oh. It's, yeah. I mean, the Rumble's got to be coming up, I'm assuming. Well... It's it's crazy because I was shocked when I found out payback was a week later. I know. I I'm not sure if I like that. What do you guys think? I I think in this specific situation, because like you said, the momentum and the storylines and Roman's back and and getting the buzz and off of you know him being the heel, that the momentum of it was fine. I don't think you want to do it all the time. I just think in this instance, because of, you know, and, and it's COVID time too, right. right? So I think that to the point that they are looking at it, like we're looking at it, like we're the fans that they're thinking that, boom, we could handle it because they wanted to catch the momentum because they haven't had any, right? That, that, that would be my thinking of it because they knew Roman was coming back. They knew, you know what I mean? Right. It just would and because they would have been going up against AEW next weekend. Well, here's the schedule. We just got through payback. September 27th is Clash of the Champions, where 
you know, depending on how you did it, it's probably going to be McIntyre versus Reigns because Clash of the Champions have the dual shows face each other a lot of times, and sometimes they have the belts up. But I, boy, could you imagine if Brock won the belt, you know, between now and September 27th? But once again, COVID, the borders are closed. I don't think he's coming from Canada over to the United States anytime soon. McIntyre's not losing that belt anytime soon. No. The way that he's handled the the everything throughout and and been the stoic champ, it's gonna there, it'll be a big splash. Probably, I wouldn't be surprised in, until WrestleMania next year. Uh, you know what? I I want to see that. Whether you're a McIntyre fan or not, the the long old school WWE title runs are kind of a thing of the past. So I like it. When yeah, a wrestler gets to hold something for more than a year, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, he was a title title holder for six months and then he lost it. Give, I I wish we could go back to old school wrestling where we had year long storylines that built up. I I miss that. Well, that again, but you don't have wrestling shows on TV every week, three times a week, four times. You know what I mean? It's just, it's the fast paced society we're in, you know, before you know, look at how we got our wrestling information or whatever. We get tapes we, we were watching from six months ago. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so it's changed and it's different in the way that we'd like it. If they could find the happy medium, how to build the storyline short. Right. That's you know that's 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 a great point too. But here's the thing, I appreciate I, that, Jay. I think you're here. The only reason why I think you're wrong here is I think we as a society whoa, whoa, are. What? Hang on, I said the only reason why I think you're wrong is you're right that we are a fast paced society. But when we were wrestling fans growing up, if you missed a show, you had to talk to your buddy well, to find out that what is, happened. That that is true. You, so that is true. it made the year long storyline so hard. Now. You do have YouTube and playbacks and on demand that that I think it you would have be Google. Bottom line is you just Google. I, I just, that's I literally just Googled because I've been listen. I've been incognito. I'm not up to date as you guys are. And that's okay. Uh, and I Googled the payback. I, I mean, I was trying to. I was listening to it as I was doing something, and. Then I had to turn it off, and I just googled. Google is your your best friend right now. But I think. But to your but to your point, Dennis. Yes, the great part is you can catch up on anything, but then you're caught up to it, right? And right. then you're gonna get bored of it because the storyline that you watched leading into there's got to be a happy medium to the pace of the story. But yes, I would love to see a year long. But the flow of it, because of how people get the information or be able to jump in and out of the storyline, the year-long storyline that you're talking about, if you didn't see it from your buddy, you could catch it something down at, at six months later or hear something and you're still in the middle of the story. It's like, it's like Days of Our Lives or Young and the Restless. You know, if you miss one and you catch one two months later, well, you know who's banging who still and who's doing what and where, whatever. Is, I mean, that's we used to watch Days of Our Lives before taking a pregame nap. That's the key to win a Stanley Cup, Days of Our Lives. And and, and that was my problem, D Mac, because I was always a, all my children one life to live guy. I wish I would have known that D, back in the day. You got to I me. wish we were. If, oh man, we should have been buddies back in the day. I would have told mm -hmm. you. Oh, oh yeah, Ho Hope and Billy, baby, the Hope mm -hmm. and Billy days. So is. Uh, anyways, I digress, but no, but to your point. 
yes, it's great to catch up on we drop names or storylines to that, but then it's wanting more and being able to narrate it. Everybody, you know, even the writers and stuff, right? It's not quick enough. It's not quick enough. So I think everybody's trying to find out. You, you see an AW, you see the storylines, how they drag them out and, you know, different things like, like that, where they do it a little bit differently, but they're dragging out storylines. Right now you see the hangman go and get kicked out of the elite. That was coming. That was, you know, that took a while to come. Didn't you expect that about a month ago or two months ago there when were- there was like that little strife, you know? So if you look at AEW, they've sort of dragged that their storylines out in a, sort of that way to make it plausible. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I really it, think... It makes a lot of sense, especially within the, the, this whole era that we're in right now. Over the last six months, seven months, whatever it's been, they're probably... I'm assuming the writers Dude. are searching, searching, and searching. We have no... We Absolutely. Have no and they're... And all... Every... From WWE to Impact to NXT, to, everybody's doing an amazing job right now. And they're the amazing. only... The only organization... or um, It's the only sport that's been on for... Since everything started, so... My, my, I truly tip my hat to every single one of these organizations because they've been there, they've done that, and I don't know, it's just, it's, that part's cool to me. Let me ask yeah, you this. Well, I think, hold on, just on that point, Jay, is that, yes, one million hundred percent is that that's why we nitpick at these little Very things true. that we don't like is because we love where wrestling is at and how much fans we are and what they've brought us through. But I got to believe that, you know, and you see it in some of the storylines that don't work or they do because they're probably just like, well, let's try this or let's try this because you look at the way that they built it, the fans are there. You the fans that reaction. are wanting it. You need it, that right? fan's reaction to see Absolutely. what happens. And they've progressed to f- figure a way out how to do that, right? They have. So WWE has. And then now you see more people, depending on, you know, even AW being able to uh, – you know, fans in the stands or whatever like that. So, which was you know, great. It's, it, it's great. Sorry, Dennis, to cut you off. No, you didn't. And to you actually helped build my next question up is, and I don't want to make it sound like we are applauding COVID, but going into COVID, wrestling has its highs and lows. You know, it gets exciting and then it gets the dog days of summer, which we all know. And it kind of felt like for the last couple of years, wrestling minus AEW and Impact, which they were making moves, but WWE, yes, kind of hit that plateau. You just, it didn't get good. It didn't get bad. You just were kind of going on a line. And I think maybe even- Most of the fans also expect more from WWE. Absolutely. But even a little bit with AEW, it just, it didn't, it stopped going up, but it started going straight. COVID hit and all these organizations were forced- to do some innovation on their own, their their own little special twists and turns to make their show unique. And I hate to say it like this because I understand how devastating COVID was, but from taking an industry and making it was is, but but from ta- but COVID taking an industry like the wrestling industry and forcing it to make itself better is kind of interesting that we were alive. To watch a a, I, I guess an evolution in wrestling right before our eyes. Companies doing what they could to stay on top, stay alive. Some of them were copycats. Some of them were slow. WWE, especially, but they've all done it. Yeah, and, and it's interesting. You're right. 
to to sit back and go, wow, I just saw the wrestling business evolve from from fans, 10,000, 9,000, 5,000 fans at every show to now these shows have to figure out how to do it without any fans and make it, it, it was, it, it's interesting to watch now in retrospect, now that we're, I feel like kind of to the tail end of this evolution, but we're still in it. Well, I think that's a great point, Dennis, because it's, it's sort of one of those, um, I guess stops or, or tra- you know, marks in wrestling history, you know, of what, how they reacted during COVID and wrestling, you know, came out of it as positive as they could, you know, and gaining audiences and, you know, being one of the only sports or whatever to being able to, to perform and figuring out a way how to, and like we we're talking before, they are all evolving in their own way. They're all like, you know, WWE is the the adult, you know, sibling, right? Where mm-hmm. the AEW and the Impact are more of the second marriage kids, stepkids, but they're younger and they're more hip trying to find their way, you know, taking the good that they all learned at the big stop and making it their own. So that that's what I enjoy too. It's, it's- I got a question right now. All right. It's a good the wrestling part, I'm I'm just still amazed how unbelievable it's been since this whole COVID started. Football, college football. What's going on? What is going on? I mean, I, I, it's now the NFL is going to play, but now here's another question for you guys: NFL, Major League Baseball has the option to play doubleheaders, to play. You know, okay, you know what? We're going to sit the Oakland A's or whoever gets. You know, there's one player that tests positive. We're going to sit them down for three or four days until we have more tests, blah, blah, blah. NHL, I don't know how, especially right now in the playoffs, I don't – they're in a bubble. That's a better, that's a better so, yeah, well, that's what's so going to happen. In the bubble. That's what's going to happen in the playoffs. But how is NFL going to do that? How is college football – I mean, obviously, college football is a debacle right now. And you talk about – the NFL is going to play. It's the NFL. Well, NFL is, is the biggest money – it's Without a big, if it paid, it's there's that's different. You're talking about college, which is a college paid, football, which it's, is it's right. a nightmare right now. I mean, I have no answer, Jay. That's the answers for someone a lot bigger up on the food chain than me. I know I have no idea, but I'll be sitting here watching, waiting, watching, to see waiting, what to see, yeah. Uh, you know what. I think it comes down to what major programs are playing and what programs are not. I think college okay, football, Ohio State's out. Right. Well, I think college football has the benefit of saying maybe we're not going to do a national championship this year, but we're going to continue to do maybe smaller championships or just put on shows for fans. Uh, you know, these college kids need to get their reps. We were talking about college baseball players. You know, you look minor at, league baseball players. Think of look at it like this. Look at the, I don't know. Hey, uh, Dima, that's a great question, Dennis. What did, what did they do with um, the minor league hockey players? Do yeah, they still let them go? Or? No, they they canceled it. So, really? so those they're guys, in the same situation. They need the off. Yeah. They've been off. That's I I went in front of a council meeting for a petition because uh, forty five states have opened up their hockey rinks and and the arenas and stuff. Michigan's not one that has opened it up. So it was to in front of the they were signed a petition to go to the governor to say what the WTF because. The you know the U.S. USA Hockey has a 17 point cleanliness and all these 
everybody's prepared now has done the due diligence and stuff. So, you know, all these kids, especially Michigan, a lot of the Olympic figure skaters and stuff skate out of here. So they haven't been able to train. So, you know, Ugh. it's just waiting for that date, right? That date when, you know, we find out, you know, is there a vaccine? Is there treatable? Is there, we have answers. And until that date, I think it leaves a lot of the bigger, you know, and especially the non-professional sports, you know, at a misnomer and out of right, so hey, state by state. Let me ask you this. So, you know how baseball is, and, and it stinks for the, 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 there's 60, you have a taxi squad. Like uh, right. I'm in Kansas. Our taxi squad plays at um, an independent ballpark. Um, the T-Bones, right? I mean, it's not about 45 minutes of the street. Um, what are they doing? Now, that's just an extra 30 guys if somebody gets hurt. It basically, it's your prospects and your guys that are on the bubble. The other half of the however many minor leaguers you have, you're going in a cage. You're running, you know, at your high school football fields. You're playing catch. Are they doing anything for the hockey players, um, the, the minor league hockey players that – like, is there like a taxi squad? No idea. No. I, no idea. I don't know if they're getting together or whatever, but no, other than if you're on the, in the bubble on, I think they made the rosters like playoff rosters. So like 30 guys. So well, I guess they are like, in the playoffs right now. Their season's kind of almost over. Yeah. So, so, but the, when they canceled the minor leagues, you know, the, the guys who weren't going up to the, to the pros, they're done. Yeah. Wow. See, but going back to college football, there's no bigger draft than the NFL draft. I mean, let's not kid ourselves, guys. That is the the agree. If you don't have these borderline college seniors out there playing, what's that going to do for the the young they're, talent? They're going to make a scout work. They're going to have to make it work. That's why I'm not. Yeah, so but, the, but see, and, and Dmac will and, and Dimitri would also if he was here. Would, would there is yes, okay. You know what? You can look great, um, and, and BP on a field or, or throwing a bullpen or uh, I'm assuming you know, running the, the 60 or, or throwing a football or, you know, your, your slap shot or how, but there's nothing that can compare to the actual playing in a game. And I, so that's, these guys can't, I know in baseball, they cannot afford to lose a year and boy, oh boy, uh, so many have, and, and it's going to, so I don't know, I don't know how they would look at, um, well, a football player. I'm glad, I really don't. I'm glad this came up because somebody sent us an email a few weeks ago, but we've been busy and I've been kind of holding on to it. And it essentially was a question of if if all the sports are shut down for one year, all the all the college for you know the feeders basically for the professional sports are shut down a year. What's that going to do for the talent pool of all the major sports for the next several years to come? Well, baseball-wise, I'll tell you right now what it's going to do is it's going to – your average players, gone, without a doubt. It's going to be a talent-based thing, and it, it just this is probably just for a year, but you're, you better bring your A game every time you go somewhere because your average players that are kind of your – you know, your six-year minor league free agents that are, try, you know, hanging on, they're gone. They're gone because there's somebody that's – so – you better bring yeah, your a game. A younger guy than and that's what stinks time. about this whole thing is because it's those guys that are hanging on that might be on the verge of breaking into the big leagues and you know, they just need that one shot. They're gone. That's see, that's that's interesting. I and for hockey, Darren, let me ask you this: you know, you don't have a minor league hockey season. 
you don't have these small feeders, the OHL and all this stuff to help for the draft. How's that going to come for evaluating, you know, these, well, these, cause I, how, I think for one, for one year, right. And, and look in the NHL cause and, and in baseball, I don't know if it would be as impactful as it would in football, because for the most part in hockey, you got to go to the minors and permeate, learn how to play, you know, like baseball, it takes guys two, three years before they come up. Right. So you, you, you're going more on potential, but you sort of have guys on your, on your list or guys that you've seen already that you've been scouting for a couple of years and whatever. And if it comes down to, I think it comes down to how good, what do you have in your system? And if it's just a one year sort of, crapshoot everybody's in the same spot but that just means that you'll understand who does their job better i think like i said it'll force the scouts or the gms or whatever to really do their due diligence on guys thousand percent without a doubt and you know what this doesn't just trickle down from from major league baseball to the minors to minor leagues you're looking at scholarships for college you're looking at high school rosters i mean it, it, it trickles down Everywhere, especially now, like you have a senior and this is just baseball. Do you have a senior um, in college who say he was on a scholarship, which I, I don't know how many seniors are on scholarship, but say he was on a scholarship and he gets a free year. Well, what if the freshman coming in is better than him? Then he's probably going to get cut. And so, I mean, it, it depends on which. So to the kids out there that are listening or, or, or to the minor leaguers, or this is where you – go and you bust your butt. And we always talk about work ethic on this show. This is where you go bust your butt. And you know what? you be better than the next person. That's the only advice I could give to some of these guys is, you know what? It's a tough situation. Everybody's dealing with it. Sports is such a backseat right now. But if it's someone's passion and, and their dream is to get to the NHL, Major League Baseball, NFL, et cetera, et cetera, then you know what? You better really, really bust your butt because that's what's going to happen. You're going to have to, you're going to have to be better than everybody else in order to, keep climbing the ladder well it's bottom gonna, line it, bottom it, line what are you willing to do more than more than anybody else exactly i think it's gonna that, be scary too it. for 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 fans of people getting drafted i mean in baseball and hockey you have three or four years before you figure out what you have in a draft pick to get football they're on there. they're on that field tomorrow oh. so if you don't have a college football season and these seniors are not being evaluated, or underclassmen that are that can come out. Well, hey, hey, hey time out. Getting back to the Google part, let's Google something. Who is? Well, I don't even know when the draft is. Obviously, I haven't even started the season yet. Who is projected? I don't know. Just give me one person. Trevor Lawrence. Who's that? Trevor Lawrence, quarterback. Okay, what if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play? He'll still go number one because he's fucking the next. You you don't know that. You know what if that year off kills him? What if that year off his his feet, et cetera, what whatever it may be, D Mac. What if that one year off he's not the same player? He is a step slower. He, uh, what if I'm going to pretend it's not Trevor Lawrence then, and it's somebody else because Trevor Lawrence is a can't miss and the like. Look into him. Well, right now, look into him. They still have Trevor Lawrence at number one. Then they have uh, the Suwell. Yep, they have Suwell at number two right now. This is a mock draft, yeah. and we're a year out. Uh, let's see, Jamar Chase out of LSU, Justin Fields, Ohio State quarterback. I, but I mean, a year from not playing a game competitively 
can really change. Oh, it, 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 it can't do anything. It can't help. Yeah. I mean, it can't, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you're going to find out that's where maturity comes in. That's where discipline comes in. That's where, you know, it's like, I guess it'd be like red shirt or doing something, you know, like that where you can't play for a year. That's the Jason, you, you know, when you hurt your ankle, dude, I mean, how long does that keep you out for? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, you're, you're right. I mean, I, I, so I get what you're saying. It, yeah. So you know, work it, ethic. It, it, it's, it's but, but I mean, Jason, the fact that I had to get back and I did it July 4th and I had to get back for the next spring training, I busted my butt. I didn't, yeah. there, there wasn't, okay, I'm going to take Saturday or Sunday off. No, no. It was every day of those, that offseason. Well, actually, whenever I got back to um, uh, Manhattan Beach, when I when I was finally able to fly, I didn't stick around in, um, in Pittsburgh. I, as soon as I was able to go home, I already had a, a, a group of people, rehab therapists and doctors and everything lined up. And yeah. I was able to get back and start working out instantly. And that's because what am I going to do, sit around? And not, not the, nothing against the doctors in Pittsburgh. Hell, they fixed my ankle and I was able to – play another 10, 11 years, but I knew that I was going to be able to take care of my ankle and be ready for the next season at home, not being around the team where I can't play and have that negative feeling. I went to a positive place, went to positive people. There were positive people in Pittsburgh and I busted my ass. D-Mac, I busted my ass to get back. I I, I know my, my last cup. Oh wait, I came out of, came out of rehab and fucking had to lose fucking 40 pounds and fucking, had to go from the IHL to the AHL and fucking and to win that. So I know, and I did, you know, but it's, that's what, why you and I are cut from the same cloth or whatever. Nothing, anything success that nothing's ever been given to us. We've worked our ass and, and you know what? Everything. Proud of really? it. It's made us who we, who we are. But we're going to get, we don't, you know, I, it's like the old thing, dude. If, if my uni ain't dirty in the first inning, then I, then I ain't into the game. Right. You know, like it's right. If, well, if in I'm your not, case, if you don't have blood on your, no, usually if I haven't fallen down once or like, you know, or, or, or run somebody, you know, oh, or, right. it's just and making that contact. is what the, this era of, of sports is lacking. But, and it, but it'll the all rules, come full, full but circle. the rules and the authorities have made my game softer, right? It's and and the and talent Jason's. level is phenomenal, phenomenal. But the accountability really and the and the respect now they've substituted. It used to be size, and everybody gets, they they substituted that for speed, right? Speed's the new size. What do I mm-hmm. mean by that? Well. When I played, if you were like six foot four or six five, dude, you would always get a shot. It was always like you could be that defenseman or whatever, but somebody was like, oh, we can fix them. You know, now now it's uh, if you're fast enough, doesn't matter how big you are. There's guys five, six in the league, but the game's changed. My le- oh, Pastor Knock, piece of pasta. <laughs> wow. One timer, they tied it up. Boss, but, sorry. That's all right. I'm on the background. But, but I love the fact that you're watching it. Oh. On a one timer, but this was like you got to watch the replay because he leaned into this so much he fell on his face as he scored. So, but he hit it from out on top of the circle. I guess like it was one of these the camera angle. Oh, it yeah, he went down, but he blasted it top shelf. So to kind Sorry, of wrap up the it, podcast yeah, and at least talking about this, I think, and you guys have touched on it. It comes to work ethic too, where 
if you're going to take a year off and you have to figure out what you're going to do to get to the next level or to be seen. Let's go back to football. Let's say some, and there's rumors that football is letting players transfer out to places that are going to play, which as I, they should, I, I agree. So I agree. So with that being said, now you figure out work ethic. If a guy's not willing to transfer out of Ohio state, and he's going to stay and work with Ohio State guys. And I'm sure you guys have known the players that come come into training overweight or just kind of out of shape or get injured and don't put the proper work. I'm not saying 100%, but the proper work in, and they come back overweight. I wonder how much in all the major sports you see one or two of these top prospects coming in 5, 10 pounds overweight, maybe not put the muscle mass on that they should. Well, I, I'm going to tell you baseball-wise right now, there is a reason, and I said this a bunch of times on the show, that there has only been twenty to 25,000 big league jerseys worn. It's for a reason. It is for a reason. I mean, and that's what I tell some of these parents. Like, guys, everybody thinks their kid's going to be the next Mike Trout or Serena Williams or Mia Hamm, whatever it may be. You better work your butt off to get there. And, yes, D-Mac and myself, we, we are on a uh, podcast with and Dimitri, and we're having fun. We have earned the right to sit here and be on this podcast <laughs> because we have busted our butts to get Absolutely. to where we were. Reach brother we're, we're there. And you know what? We might be a little bit straightforward, a little bit too straightforward, but it's for a reason for our listeners because that is what you have to have. And it's not just – professional sports it's anything you do in life you have to have a work ethic and you have to bust your butt because there's always somebody out there trying to take your gig and that's what us three on this show and dennis knowing you for you know two years that's what you do with your job you have to be better than everybody else in your mind you're gonna have bad days even Mm -hmm. if you stink if you stink you know what you still better in your mind know that you're the best out there you have to have the work ethic and you have to know you're good. You have to have a little swag, not too much. And that's what's going to happen for people who do that. Accountability. That's Accountability. Ep- that's what it is. You know what? Don't be afraid to admit when you're wrong. Don't be afraid to say, ah, you know what? I might have said that earlier and I didn't have all the facts. And, you know, what? it's starting to – it's being accountable. And, the, and, and you're the only one I always say at the end of the day – I said, what worked for me is at the end of the day, you don't lie to that person in the mirror because that's the only one that knows the truth. And when you can sit there and and look that person in the mirror and like who you see, you know, you're on the right path. It doesn't mean like such a great quote, such a great cliche every night before you go to bed, if you can look yourself in the mirror, you did all right. And I'm going to, as far as accountability, why do you think Mike Clevenger got traded today to the San Diego Padres? Because he messed up and he started going out Great arm. Great arm. Good pitcher. He got traded to the Padres from the Indians because the Indians were not putting up with that. Him and uh, Plesak went out. One of them, they found out. The Indians did. I don't know who the Indians GM is off the top of my head. Shipped him out because you know what? The players weren't happy with him because I'll guarantee you in that spring training meeting before, everybody, abide by the rules. You're going to stay in your hotel. Da-da-da-da-da. Listen, everybody wants to go out in Chicago. Great place. Great food. Blah, blah, blah. That's why Clevenger got traded today. And hopefully, and it's actually probably a good thing because Eric Hosmer's over there. Eric Hosmer won't allow that stuff in San Diego. Guys, 
you know, going out and doing this and blah, blah, blah. So that's why he got traded, though, because he was not uh, able to – you couldn't – Accountable. Yes. Accountable. He, he was not accountable, and that's why he got traded today. Yeah, I think right, that's exactly. the best way to wrap up this podcast. We've got some wrestling coming on here, depending on when you're listening. We've got hockey. It's a busy night. Jason is is back. I think he's going to kind of slowly get back into the grind, but you're back, Jason. Uh, I, I, you know what? I, I'm definitely back. And um, and we've been, you know, in a couple of weeks, and, and I appreciate you guys holding the fort down, but um, listen, my mother-in-law fought a really, really long, hard battle. Actually, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't long. It was. It, it happened so quick, and this cancer stuff is just what an absolute – oh, God, it's awful, awful. Um, and so she passed away a couple days ago. That was actually Friday. And, um, you know, it was It was really, really uh, – What's what a strong woman. It's everybody who's listening who's had – I know, Dennis, you have, and I'm – Darren, I'm sure somebody in your family yeah. has had the same thing, and it's just an awful, yeah. awful thing, and – Really, the first battle I had to watch with cancer, as far as family member, and um, no, I, I, I mean, I, I can't even begin to describe what uh, how this last six months has been. But uh, she's in a better place now. She fought her butt off, and um, the funeral will be this Saturday. Just a strong, strong, lovely woman, and yeah. So I will be back more and more and more. Yep. Um, we held. We held- I, I got to get back to the back on the um to. to I mean, I'm actually listening to you guys and not cutting you off and not. So I got to get back into the swing of things. That's my whole point right now. I'm listening. I'm going like, wait, wait, wait. You're supposed to jump in right now and be that jerk. But uh, anyhow, so thank you for all the wishes because I have gotten some some Twitter um, messages and and I greatly appreciate it. And tough time. So you, fuck cancer. I don't what curse. Was it, but what was her name? What was your mother-in-law's name? Uh, Insoon Hicks, but we all called her Hami. All right. I, my wife is Korean, Korean, and so in soon Hicks. You know what? In soon Hicks. Well, in, she will. Uh, she's there. It is. You want to? We're gonna. This podcast gonna start breaking out because she got to throw a little blessing on it. So God bless her, and you're right. She's in a better you. place. Thank exactly. I, no. I'll I'll say this to turn a heavy movement a little bit lighter. Both my mother and grandmother went through what what you did, and I was there, and. You know, there are times where you want to cry and there are times you look and shake your head and go, wow, how are you doing this? This is amazing. And you, you, when it's over, you look back and go, there were still some special moments when you're sitting there holding her hand. She seems comatose, but you get a squeeze and you go, she's still there. She knows what's and, going and, on. And, and to the listeners out there, Dennis, I, I obviously knew this about um, about him and, and uh, he talked, walked, texted, whatever you want to call it, me through a lot of these things. And um, Dennis, I greatly appreciate that. And um, yeah, it, it's, it's tough. And I, you can't really, you know, I get it. Like, okay, no one, you know, at least they're not suffering anymore. Well, I didn't really know what that was. Okay. Um, I don't know what to say. I didn't really know what that was, I, but it's such, they're not suffering anymore. She's not suffering anymore. And so what do you say? You just say sorry. And so I, I get all that now because I've had to do that so many times before this. But now when it happens to you, uh, it, it's it's a tough thing. But Dennis did 
you walked, talked, and texted me through everything, and, and I greatly appreciate that. Oh, I pre- hey, friends, man, that's it's that's it. More than anything, this podcast brought four guys together who didn't know each other and turned us all into friends, as mushy as that sounds. But yeah, well, over, and, over, no, but, wrestling. over wrestling, over wrestling, right? It, and without a doubt, it has. Um, but there is one of us who um, pays for food when he goes to Las Vegas. Look, it was my first <laughs> hey, time there. It's not me. Look. Oh my God! Yeah, hey, Jay, you been to Vegas? Yeah, man, just for hours, lose too much money. Yeah, me too. Oh man, I paid too much for food. What? You paid for food in Vegas, Dennis? I did. We gotta not anymore. Not again, please. Okay. People out there, but we love you. Let Dennis buy food <laughs> in Vegas anymore. I'm sorry, I messed up. It was my first time there. I like food. That's my weakness. So, and I wanted to eat some good food and at some of these restaurants. Yeah, you just go downstairs to the buffet and it's free. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I, you know, we're going to end the podcast there. I'm an idiot for paying for food in Las Vegas. Yes. Thank you. There we go. See, all better now. Now we can move on. All right, boys. Been a pleasure. Thanks for watching out there. Thank you guys so much for listening to this edition of Wrestling With Sports with Jason Kindle, Dimitri Young, sometimes Brett Boone and myself, Dennis Farrell. Remember, you can listen to Wrestling With Sports on all major platforms, especially if you're a new listener. Make sure you rate, subscribe, leave a comment, and please, please, please tell your friends. We have a brand new RSS feed, so we're really trying to promote that, and we can't do it without your help. If you're on Twitter, make sure you follow Brett Boone at TheBoone29, Dimitri Young at D-A Meat Hook, D-A Duh Meat Hook, Jason D. Kindle 18 is for Jason Kindle, and myself, Undisputed DPF. I just changed it, by the way. Once again, guys, thank you so much. Every time you download and you listen, it means the world to all of us, and we keep doing it for you, so please... Please, please tell your friends. That's the way you can get back to us here at Wrestling With Sports. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook as well. Wrestling With Sports. That's where you can get some live videos. You can get fresh content that you can't get anywhere else. So, on behalf of the guys, thank you once again. Wrestling With Sports.